Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. A Time to Heal by Hera Girl on AO3. Rating, Teen and Up. This fic has been archived by the Spooky Awards Archivist. It is part of the Spooky Awards 2003 collection. Chapter 2. Will you be dining alone, sir? The hostess at the entrance to the terrace dining room asked the question as Skinner approached. Ruefully, he nodded in agreement and followed her to a table that overlooked the softly lit croquette lawn. He slipped into his chair and accepted the menu that she passed to him with an impersonal, Your server will be with you shortly. I hope you will enjoy your meal. Skinner looked about the terrace, taking in the view and idly glancing at the tables. And then he noticed, on the other side of the room, at a table near the railing overlooking one of the pools. There, sitting alone, an attractive, dark-haired woman who had just laid down her menu and was looking out over the railing. It took him a moment, but then he remembered her name. Reyes. Monica Reyes. He couldn't believe it. Special Agent Monica Reyes, a friend of John Doggett's, and one of those who had been part of the team that had found Fox Mulder. How was it possible that when he had traveled thousands of miles across the country to a place that he hoped would help him forget those images, he would run into someone who by her very presence would remind him of all that had happened. As though she sensed that someone's eyes were on her, Monica turned from contemplating the view of the pool and looked in his direction. He could tell that she recognized him by the way her dark eyes widened and the sudden O shape her mouth made. There was no getting away for Skinner now. A gentleman to the core, Skinner knew what was expected of him. He stood up from his place at the table and walked across the room to where Monica sat. He quickly arranged a conventional smile of greeting upon his features. It's Agent Reyes, isn't it? Monica looked up at him, a smile on her own face, as she extended her hand. The difference was that her smile extended into her eyes, while his did not. Yes, Monica Reyes. I'm surprised you remembered my name, sir, she replied. It is Assistant Director Skinner, right? Skinner took her hand in a conventional handshake, and he was surprised at the warmth and firmness of her handclasp. Yes, Agent Reyes, he answered. I thought I'd stop by and say hello. I'm glad you did, sir, Monica told him. Are you here on business? No, I took a few days leave, Skinner replied. And you? The same, Monica answered. Every year I let it build up until I hit that use it or lose it stage. And after the last few weeks, I needed to get away for a while. At that moment, the server approached. Are you ready to... Oh, I'm sorry, he paused, slightly embarrassed. Will the gentleman be joining you, ma'am? Oh, I'm sure he has a companion, Monica began. Actually, I'm alone, Skinner spoke up impulsively. Now, why did I say that, he thought to himself. In that case, sir, if you'd care to join me, Monica indicated the chair opposite her. Skinner knew what the expected answer was, and he gave it. Thank you, Agent Reyes. I'd enjoy that and he sat down in the chair opposite her. Would either of you care for a cocktail, the server asked. A cosmopolitan for me, Monica replied. Glenlivet on the rocks, Skinner answered. 
The server left a menu behind for Skinner and disappeared to get the drinks. Skinner opened up his menu and glanced at it, quickly deciding what he wanted. Closing the menu, he laid it aside and looked back across the table at his dinner companion. Reyes was watching him speculatively, a strange half-smile on her lips. You're already decided, she questioned. I've learned to make decisions quickly, Skinner replied. Ah, that is a trait that has probably been helpful for you in your work, Reyes observed. Yes, to some degree, Skinner said thoughtfully. As you have probably already learned, Agent Reyes, and the inability to make quick decisions can be deadly in our job. Reyes inclined her head in a nod as the server approached with their drinks and set them before them. Are you ready to order, he inquired. Skinner indicated Reyes, who quickly placed her order. I'd like the grilled tomato gazpacho, followed by the grilled Colorado lamb. Rare, please. All the Caesar salad and the grilled prime New York steak. Rare, Skinner followed. Would you care for a bottle of wine with your meal, the server asked. Skinner glanced at Reyes, who nodded assent. He picked up the wine list and scanned it quickly. We'll have a bottle of the Chateau Haute, Medicor St. Croix, Dumont, 96, he ordered. The server picked up the menus and disappeared quickly. Reyes smiled across the table. Wow, I'm impressed. Bye, Skinner asked. You made a decision on the wine pretty quickly, too, she commented. Is that because you know your wines, or was that another example of your speed decision-making skills? Skinner found himself smiling back. Actually, I learned to appreciate good wine years ago. I'm not a connoisseur, but I know the difference between red, white, and blush wines. He picked up his drink and sipped at it. So, Agent Reyes, you're on leave. What made you decide to come here? I've been here before, Reyes answered. It's a wonderful place to come when you want to get away from everything. You? A friend of mine recommended it, Skinner replied. Said the same thing you did. It's a great place to get away from it all. He said the golf course here is fantastic. I guess it is. It's pretty popular, Reyes replied, after sipping her drink. But I've never been much for golf. Then what do you do here, Skinner asked. Visit the spa and shop, I suppose? Now that assumption is borderline sexist, Reyes replied with a grin. And yes, I do spend a little time at the spa here. And I do shop. But I don't shop here. I prefer to go into Scottsdale, or better still, go up into Sedona. There are some wonderful places on the Indian reservations. Lucia's is one of my favorite. A combination Mexican-Indian gift shop, and the best Mexican food this side of the border. Sounds good. At least the Mexican food part of it, Skinner replied, as he finished his drink. If you'd like, I can take you there, sir, Reyes replied impulsively. Then she paused as though she realized with whom she was speaking to. That is, I mean... Skinner understood. She was a field agent. He was an assistant director at the national headquarters. She was trying to be friendly, but it could so easily be taken as putting herself forward. Relax, Agent Reyes, he said with a half-smile. I appreciate the offer, and I just might take you up on it. Reyes smiled at him with relief as the server approached them with their first courses. Skinner dug into his salad as she spooned her gazpacho. He took the opportunity to observe her more closely, the high forehead and cheekbones, the almost angular bone structure of her jawline, softened somewhat by the loosely flowing dark hair. She had taken him at his words and was relaxed. He could tell by the posture of her body, 
Not stiff, but loose and comfortable. He liked seeing that. Liked seeing that he had put her at ease. And suddenly, he found himself wanting to know more about her. You know, Agent Reyes, we went through quite a bit together recently, but it occurs to me that I don't know anything about you, he told her. There's not really much to tell, Reyes answered. I find that difficult to believe, Skinner said with a raised eyebrow. For starters, I remember Agent Doggett said that you and he had worked together. Reyes took a deep breath, and he saw an ineffable sadness come into her eyes. Is something wrong, Agent Reyes, he asked. Reyes looked down at her plate for a moment, and then looked back up at him, her eyes meeting his frankly. Did John, Agent Doggett, happen to mention the case we worked on, she asked. Skinner noted her unconscious use of John Doggett's first name as well, as the sad look in her eyes. No, he didn't, he replied. Would you care to tell me? Reyes paused for a moment, as if to gather her thoughts. Were you aware that Agent Doggett had a son, she asked. Yes, I believe I saw something about that in the personnel file, Skinner replied. I read that he died a few years ago. It's very sad to lose a child. There's more to it than that, sir, Reyes said quietly. Agent Doggett's son was kidnapped. Three days later, he was found murdered. Skinner felt sickened at her words. He had never had a child of his own. That was one of the many things he and Sharon had missed out on. But he knew that to lose a child was the most horrible thing a parent could endure. And to lose a child in that way? I'm sorry, Agent Reyes. He spoke softly. I didn't know. Did Agent Doggett share that with you? Once again, Reyes looked down at the table. When she looked back up, although her face was calm, her eyes were bright with tears. I was with the New York Bureau office at the time and was the agent assigned to the case, she told him, trying to keep her voice steady. Agent Doggett was with the NYPD back then, missing persons, and he worked right along with us. I was there the day we found his son's body and was there when he saw him. Her voice cracked on the last few words. Skinner felt a sudden rush of compassion for both the agent back in Washington that he knew so well and the young woman sitting across from him who had obviously taken the case to heart. Without thinking, he reached across the table and laid his hand over hers. That must have been very hard for you, Monica, he told her gently, his voice filled with sincerity. I can't begin to imagine what it was like. Reyes blinked back tears and her fingers moved in his, returning his warm clasp. It was heartbreaking, she answered. I know we're supposed to be professional and all, but when I saw what it did to John, the fear and hope, he went through those three days while we searched. And then when we found Luke, what it did to him. Her voice trailed off as she fought back the tears. Skinner watched her silently for a moment, allowing her to regain her composure. When she spoke again, her voice, although subdued, was steady. Anyway, that's how we met, and we've stayed in touch since then. At that moment, the server came back with their entrees. The time it took to remove the appetizer plates, place the entrees, and pour the wine gave both Skinner and Reyes the opportunity to back away mentally from the topic of Doggett and his son. When the server left, Reyes was once again completely calm and composed, her habitual friendly half-smile back on her face. Looks good, doesn't it, sir? She commented as she began to slice into her lamb. Skinner popped a piece of his steak into his mouth, chewed thoughtfully, grinned, and swallowed. 
I don't know about yours, but mine is excellent. As they ate, they continued to chat. With the topic of Doggett and his son finished, Reyes filled him in on her background, her adoption and upbringing in Mexico, her college days, introduction to the FBI in New York, and more lately, her field assignment in New Orleans. I'm a bit of a black sheep down there, she commented ruefully. Just why is that? Skinner asked, sincerely interested. Well, as I told Agent Scully, I'm very open to the different possibilities, Reyes replied. I do believe that there are forces at work in this world that we do not understand. And I don't believe that we are alone in the universe. That doesn't sit too well with much of the management in New Orleans. I envy Agents Doggett and Scully getting the opportunity to work on the X-Files cases. I'd give a lot for that opportunity. It's too bad there isn't an opening. You'd be a welcome addition, Skinner told her. And he meant it. I had a chance to see you at work in the field. You're a very competent agent. And your enthusiasm and understanding of the paranormal would make you an ideal fit in that unit. I would be proud to have you on the team, if it were possible. Reyes blushed and smiled. Thank you, sir. I'll take that as a compliment. Over coffee, Reyes spoke up. Sir, I've talked your ear off this evening. I hope I haven't bored you. Skinner smiled at her. Not at all, Agent Reyes. I've enjoyed it, he assured her. And in fact, he had. It had been a long time since he had shared a companionable meal with an attractive woman. And Reyes made him forget for a few hours the sadness and sense of failure that had been haunting him for weeks. You have been a wonderful dinner companion. Still, I feel like I've monopolized the conversation here, and you've been very kind to listen to me, Reyes replied. I should have warned you that once I start talking, I'm hard to shut up. Really, Agent Reyes, it's all right. In fact, he began, but she interrupted. I wish there was something I could do to... Oh, sorry, sir, she halted abruptly, as she realized that she had cut him off. You were saying. I was saying that I enjoyed our dinner very much. That I was wondering if you'd care to have lunch with me tomorrow, Skinner continued. I have a golf game in the morning, but I'll be free all afternoon. I'd very much like to see that place you were talking about earlier. Lucia's? Reyes asked. I'd love to take you out there, sir. I'd really enjoy it. I'll be free about 1230, Skinner continued. Why don't we plan to meet then? Oh, and Agent Reyes. Yes, sir, she questioned. Since we're going to be spending some time together tomorrow, why don't you drop the sir, he asked. We're both on vacation here. My name is Walter. Reyes' face lit up with the most beautiful smiles he had ever seen. It seemed to radiate from somewhere deep inside her, making him actually feel her smile. You're right, Walter. As long as you call me Monica. You've got a deal he said, as he rose from the table. Let me walk you back to your room, Monica. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.